This is an ABC podcast. Hello, my name is Nidge. And today on Imagine This, I'm making a sandwich. I've got my fresh bread. Mm-mm. And a big red tomato. Oh, that looks nice. So juicy. A lovely head of lettuce straight from the garden. And... Hey, there are holes in my lettuce. Who's been making them? Um, a caterpillar ate some leaves. Oh, of course. A very hungry caterpillar. Look at all the holes in my lettuce. They've got a very big appetite. Well, all they eat is plants. Why do you think it's so hungry? Because they want to get fat so they can turn into the butterfly and they won't be hungry in the cocoon. It builds itself a cocoon. The caterpillar sleeps and sleeps, then it turns into a butterfly. And then when it hatches out of the cocoon, it turns into a butterfly. How? You think it's magic, but it's really not, because it's kind of like a kid turning into a grown-up, and a grown-up is different to a kid, and that's how a caterpillar is different to a butterfly. Today's question comes from Hugo and Amelia. How does a caterpillar turn into a butterfly? And Josh has been wondering... Why does a caterpillar make a chrysalis? Hmm, cocoons and chrysalises? What's the difference? Um, well, uh, yes, and I don't know. I don't know either. Let's ask Professor Meren Zalitsky. Who's that? A butterfly doctor? Kinda, yeah. He's a lepidopterist, a butterfly expert. Come on, let's find him. We're on a farm. No, it's a veggie garden. Oh, yum. Look at all the fruits and veggies growing. I can see strawberries. Cabbages. Lots of flowers. I grow tomatoes. Oh, look, there's Merrin, crouching near that corn. Hello. Shh. Hi, Merrin. Hi. Hello. Hello. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm watching an egg hatch here on this milkweed leaf. What is that? Watch and see. Ah, oh, it's such a tiny little egg. It's so small. Even smaller than an ant. Yes. This one was probably laid by a monarch butterfly several days ago. And now we're waiting for the eggs to hatch. Oh, here we go. It's starting to wriggle. Oh, they're hatching now. The egg's popped open. It's moving. And there's a little caterpillar inside. Only about the size of a long grain of rice. I didn't expect them to be so cute. <laughs> it's pretty cute, really. Oh, look at it go. Marin, can you help us with a question? We want to know... How does a caterpillar turn into a butterfly? Yeah, and what's a chrysalis? Ah, well, there are a few things that need to happen before these little critters can turn into something new. But it's easier if we use our imaginations. Ah, good. This caterpillar is so small, my eyes are getting sore. Well... We'll get a much clearer view of things at their level. But human feet aren't very good at sticking to plants. No. How about we turn into ladybugs instead? Yeah, and then we can fly. Yeah. Yeah. All right, are you ready? Let's turn red. Red and black. And body. We'll need six legs. And wings. 
We're flying. Everything's so big now. Big and so big and giant. That corn cob looks like a building. Because the ladybugs are so small. Wow. There's so much green everywhere. It's like this veggie patch just turned into a jungle. Let's land down on that leaf. We can follow this little caterpillar on its journey to becoming a butterfly. It's eating my egg. Don't do that. It's gross. <laughs> <laughs> it's their first meal. They won't stop eating for the rest of their caterpillar lives. I don't think I've ever been that hungry. Never. What are they going to eat after they've finished their egg? Well, a butterfly mum will usually lay her eggs on something a baby caterpillar can eat. So once they hatch, they can get straight to eating. It's really their one job. Eat and grow and molt. Only three things. OK, I guess that's three jobs. Doesn't go to caterpillar school. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hungry. Let's fly over to that other leaf. We might be able to spot a bigger caterpillar, one that's closer to becoming a butterfly than this little fella. There's one on there. Well, it's much bigger than the baby caterpillar. How old is this one? It depends on the type of butterfly it will become. But most caterpillars live for two or three weeks. They eat and eat and their bodies get bigger and bigger until their skin doesn't fit anymore and they need to get rid of it. What? It's not as gross as it sounds. A caterpillar's skin is like a sleeping bag that it's living in. It'll eat and grow until the sleeping bag becomes stretched tight and doesn't fit anymore. But instead of taking the sleeping bag off when it gets too big, the caterpillar grows an even bigger sleeping bag underneath the old one. Then it wriggles out of the old tight sleeping bag and it's wearing the new one with more room to grow. Marin, I think that is as gross as it sounds. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's called molting. Lots of animals do it. Molting? Snakes shed their skin. Yeah, and you find cicada shells everywhere too. It grows new skin. A caterpillar will molt four or five times in its life. Whoa. And then it becomes a butterfly? Not quite. Something really incredible happens first. Come on. Ah, this is a nice spot. We're out of the breeze and we're nicely hidden away in the leaves. Ah, the perfect place for a caterpillar to become a butterfly. Where? Right here. See this hard green thing hanging from the leaf? It looks a little like a peanut shell, but smooth all over. It looks like a leaf trying to camouflage. Yeah, it does. Is that a cocoon? That's not a cocoon. No, I like to call it a chrysalis, but you could call it a pupa. This is the last shape a caterpillar will take. It is the stage between being a caterpillar and becoming a butterfly or a moth. When it wriggled out of its last layer of skin, this is what was underneath. The caterpillar attached itself first to a leaf or a stem of a plant, shed the old bag, and then the chrysalis hardened into a tough shell. Whoa, so the chrysalis is the caterpillar? It's not something it made? Some caterpillars will make one. They can use their sticky silk or wrap up in a leaf. That's when we call it a cocoon. 
Most moth pupae are made inside cocoons, but butterflies are made inside an exposed pupa or chrysalis. It's the special last sleeping bag that the caterpillar makes. So it's turning into a butterfly now, inside the chrysalis. Well, you know, it's always been a butterfly on the inside. Right from the first moment when we saw that little baby caterpillar wriggling out of the egg, it carried something very special inside it. What? A special group of cells called imaginal discs. Imaginal discs? Sounds like imagine this. <laughs> yes. They are the special cells that will build the adult butterfly. How? When a caterpillar first hatches from the egg, these little imaginal cells are sleeping. As the caterpillar grows bigger, the cells start to wake up. When the caterpillar is ready, the cells will begin their transformation. What are imaginal discs? What are they going to do? They're very small bundles of cells that are ready to grow into a butterfly's body parts. Wings and antennas. Legs. A heart. Definitely a butt. <laughs> <laughs> so what's inside the chrysalis right now? <laughs> Caterpillar soup. Oh, Ew. Gross. <laughs> everything inside the chrysalis, or for moths, everything inside the pupa in the cocoon, turns into liquid. Everything except for the imaginal discs. Wow, imaginal disc. The caterpillar's body breaks down completely and the imaginal discs will grow into the butterfly parts and connect together inside the chrysalis. I always thought it just grew wings onto a caterpillar's body. Nope. Really? It's an entirely new animal. Whoa! How long does it take? Mm, about two weeks, depending on the temperature. When the butterfly is ready, it's time to come out. It's moving. It's coming out. Ah, the chrysalis is splitting open to reveal a beautiful butterfly. The wings are opening. Yes. They look like beautiful. They're much smaller and bundled up inside the chrysalis, so now it's pumping blood into the veins, the dark lines on the wing. To open them up. It's like pumping them up like tyres. They're a bit soft at the moment, but once the wings harden, the butterfly will fly off to find some lovely flowers. They're collecting pollen. And those butterflies are licking the flowers to find something to eat. Do butterflies do the same thing as bees? Pollinate. Yes, butterflies are definitely good pollinators. But if you ask me, Moths are way more important. Moths? Really? There are just so many more moths than there are butterflies, and we rely on them every single day. What do you mean? Well, moths and butterflies have evolved for millions and millions of years. They've had a long time on Earth to develop some really special relationships with flowers and plants, especially the fruits and veggies you love. <gasps> My lettuce. <laughs> By visiting all those flowers and carrying pollen to and fro, pollinators help plants set seed. So all our lovely butterflies, moths, flies, beetles and bees are the reason we have so many yummy things to put on our sandwiches. Wow, cool! 
it might just mean you get the occasional visitor in your lettuce. Wow. Thanks for taking us on such an amazing journey, Merrin. This ladybug needs some lunch. Mmm, I saw some lovely-looking whiteflies on the strawberries over there. Come on! So, Amelia, Hugo and Josh, a butterfly begins its life as a teeny egg on a leaf where it hatches into a tiny caterpillar. From its first day out of the egg, it starts to eat. Munch, munch, munch. And grow, and eat, and grow, until it becomes too big for its skin and has to wiggle out of it. Molting. A caterpillar carries within it all the things it needs to become a butterfly. Imaginal discs. And when the time comes, these special cells wake up. <sighs> time to become a butterfly. And its skin hardens into a chrysalis. Inside the chrysalis, the caterpillar breaks down. Caterpillar soup. And the special cells start to build the butterfly. Wings. The head. Their antennas. The feet. When it's ready, the butterfly will break free from the chrysalis, spread its wings, and spend its days sipping nectar from flowers until it's time to make its own egg on a new leaf. Imagine This is an ABC Kids Listen podcast, hosted by me, Dr Neeraj Lal. A big thanks to Professor Meryn Zalitsky from the University of Queensland and all the kids on the show. Today's episode was recorded on the Gadigal, Wurundjeri, Turbal, Ghana, Darug, Piramung and Garigal nations. Written and produced by Samia Bella with sound design by Wei Nguyen. Senior producer is Emma Gibbs. For more great podcasts to play, music to move, and stories and soundtracks for sleep, download the ABC Kids Listen app, free from your app store.